Welcome, love bugs, to the Fierce and Feral podcast. I'm your host, Katerina Lee, also known as your free spirit Barbie. And I am just, I'm so grateful and excited to be here. And this being the first episode and just finally getting this idea up and running. And I'm going to be totally transparent with you guys. Yeah, there'll probably be some cursing. I get, um, I, I, I feel very um, on a bigger scale. So sometimes it comes out in language. And um, also, I have been, uh, I've been putting off recording this episode for quite some time. I have so many other ones um, recorded, but this one, for some reason, for some reason, talking about me and who I am has been one that I've just been putting off. And I decided to kind of dig deep and figure out why that is. And it's something that we might just discover here on the podcast together. So, little bit or a lot of bit about me, guys. If you've been following me for a while, um, welcome to the podcast. I know y'all have been super excited and that makes me just over the moon and happy and just honestly, it's something that even if nobody listens to it, I'm just glad to contribute to somebody's life and help, you know, somebody feel seen or heard. And if you are new, what is up? Um, I am a lot and I am obnoxious and that is something that's just kind of what I'm here for. So um, if you're feeling like I'm a lot sometimes, it's totally normal. It's, it's You're not the only one who's feeling that way. It's fine. It's fine. So who I am. I'm currently 27, living in Florida. You're beautiful, free spirit Barbie. And um, this is kind of like what happened over, I mean... There's not anything in particular and specific that we're going to dive deep down into because there are so many different parts of my life that could probably all have their own episode. But just in general, I was raised by a single mom. It was my mom, my sister, and I. My sister is about 18 months younger than I am. Her and I were not good friends growing up, but very, very close now. We speak um, multiple hours every week. Most times, just we speak almost on a daily basis. She is my best friend and my opposite in almost every way, shape, and form. And that is why I love her. Uh, We moved around a lot as a kid, my dad being a drug drug addict and a criminal in and out of prison my whole life, and I saw a lot of trauma as a kid, and I did. Uh, Sexual trauma, abusive trauma, anything like that. My mom did everything she possibly could to keep us protected in the best ways that she knew how. And we traveled, we moved around a lot, you guys. I think I'd, I'd moved like 15 times before I was even 18 years old. And after that, I just continuously kept moving because for me and my soul, nowhere's ever felt like home, but at the same time, I can make every, everywhere feel like home. And I don't know if that resonates with anybody, but that's just kind of how it was. And in high school, I was kind of this weird, I don't know, I had like this weird vibe about me. Um, I, you know, skateboard, pink in my hair, way too much makeup, Ever Levine vibes on high, but I was also in mock trial, marching band. And all of that fun stuff. Mock trial is where it's at, guys. If you like to act and you like to argue, boom, that's where it's at. Mock trial all day long. It's so, so fun. And in the summers, I would, um, I sailed competitively. I grew up in Minnesota. It's the land of 10,000 lakes, which I'm pretty sure it's closer to 20,000 lakes at this point. There's water everywhere. And being able to be on the water every single day growing up um, was such a blessing and I was so thankful that I was able to do that and create the experiences that I did. Um, So between, you know, moving around a lot and then during the summers, I wouldn't even see my school friends. I'd go and see my sailing friends. I kind of just jumped all over the place and I learned to make connections with all types of personality types. 
um, that's got me really good at sales. And I've had a lot of different jobs. When I went into college, I think I remember my freshman year in college, I was working three or four jobs, usually sometimes at once, and a lot of them seasonal. And I think in that year, I had like 11 or 12 W-2s when I filed taxes. It was insane. I've tried so many things. Um, anything from, I was a dog groomer at one point, sold jewelry, top salesperson. Um, I graduated high school early, actually, and <laughs> managed Pizza Hut when I was 17. I just, I've always been a go, go, goer. And I've always trying to find the next way I can level up in either my job or my business. So eventually when it came to just starting my own business, it seemed just so freaking logical. So in college, I went to school originally for criminal justice um, and slowly transitioned. Um, I really loved the behavioral analysis aspects when it came to just like criminal justice and criminals and everything like that. But eventually I fell in love with the human body and how it worked and became a paramedic and EMT and I loved that until I was married and I met my husband when I was 17. Well, we met in ninth grade, but we got together when I was 17 and not long after that we were married and him being in the military and in the Air Force, we traveled around a lot, which I loved because I've always been one to just move around. You can't stay in one spot any for a very long period of time at all. And we had three beautiful boys. Uh, they are six, four, and two right now. And we traveled. And in this lifestyle that we chose to live, we were a part of kind of not... To keep details minor, um, it was very conservative. No makeup, no, no music, no alcohol, no anything like that, which I was totally fine with, and that is what I'd sign up for. And eventually, um, we just kind of realized we weren't aligned with our truth. And in the process of being a stay-at-home mom for seven years, which I loved, I had started a spray tan business at one point. I... I just, I've always been a go-getter and I could never just sit home and be a stay-at-home mom. Um, as, as hard as work as that is, let me tell you, it is so much work. And in the process of being a stay-at-home mom or just a mom in general, it's really easy to lose yourself because your wants, needs, and desires get pushed off because you're contributing and trying to manage everybody else's wants, needs, and desires. And this people-pleasing aspect can really come from childhood childhood and you know that can be a whole nother episode for another day when it comes to being a people pleaser I like to say I'm a recovering people pleaser because we ain't about that lifestyle anymore um but I'm very empathic and I have very strong clear sentience and if you don't know what that is it's the strong feeling um or it's just the strong ability to feel um on a physical level and be able to feel the way other people are feeling in their energy and everything like that so when later on in my um my marriage about seven years in we got divorced here in 2020 right when the pandemic hit and um kind of the initiation and the divorce process is it just kind of came down to the fact where you know i'm gay and that was a whole process that was unraveled in about eight to ten months in itself that we can talk about on another podcast for sure it was painful and you know i made mistakes and it helped me grow to where I am now because this divorce, going from being a stay-at-home mom of seven or seven years with three boys, 
dedicating every moment of my life to those kids and being a military spouse you don't have family around to like take the kids for the weekend I'd rarely I'd only had a few nights out of those you know five six years that I didn't have the kids and I was so scared guys I was so scared and so terrified to not only live on my own and provide for myself but the fact that I'd have to provide for my kids and the fact that I wouldn't be with them all of the time and it was so terrifying and it helped me step more into who I am and it forced me to figure out who I am in my business and everything like that and this is where I stepped back into my coaching because during my divorce I stopped my coaching practice I stopped my coaching business and to kind of rewind a little bit up when it came to my weight loss guys y'all at my biggest I was 270 pounds I'm 150 now and I like to stay at 150 because we losing fat over here and we gaining some booty gains and getting stronger I can't tell you guys that as a woman, when you start to lift weights and be strong as fuck, you just you will never feel more empowered. It is such an amazing feeling. And after my second baby, I lost weight really, really quickly. After Gentry, um, all of my kids being around 10 pounds, but Gentry was my 10 and a half pound traumatic birth. And he, I lost weight very quickly. And this is how I lost weight very quickly with him. I did hours of cardio. Don't do that. Don't do that. Did hours of cardio. And... I was eating the keto diet before keto was even a thing. It was, well, it's always been a thing, but before it became this popular thing, I was eating keto, um, and that was almost that was five years ago now at this point, almost, and I don't have a gallbladder, you guys. My gallbladder was removed. I've always had so many medical issues in my life, and my gallbladder was removed when I was like 12, so you're not supposed to eat high-fat diets because your body can't digest and break down the fats that you're eating, so eating a high-fat diet like the ketogenic diet and doing hours of cardio, I was literally starving myself. The food was going straight through me because my body couldn't digest or break down the fat I was eating. So I lost a lot of weight very, very quickly. And I was the smallest I'd ever been. I was like 120 pounds, um, no muscle mass. It was like this weird skinny fat. Like I looked great, felt like crap. And my metabolic health was shit. And my hair was falling out and it was so bad, you guys. And then, of course, I got pregnant because that's how it works. You, you lose all the weight and then you get pregnant again. It's like, oh, great, cool, fun. Um, and I had my little Arlo. And after having Arlo, still gaining 60-something pounds. I gained 60 to 90 pounds with every pregnancy. Still gaining like 60 pounds with this munchkin. Um, I could not get the weight off to save my life. I tried all the things that happened before, but with each baby, your your whole body recalibrates and your hormones are totally different. And after trying for so long, I said, fuck it, I'm going to hire a coach. And that's where I found Kendall, Fears to Fit. Um, find her on Instagram. A beautiful soul, and she changed my life. Somebody to let you, you let go of that control and you say, hey, I'm going to do exactly what you're going to tell me to do and I'm going to commit to it and let the time just kind of unravel. And if you do everything, you put put your faith in these people who are educated. Um, I just I just had had it, and I was ready to just trust in the process. And let me tell you, two months in, four months in, six months in, you had me crying in Kendall's DM saying, "Why isn't this working? Why isn't this working? We're doing everything right." And eventually, I went to the doctor. And the doctor's just like, mm, I don't think anything's wrong. Classic medical gaslighting. And we realized I had a thyroid autoimmune disease. And the only reason that I tested for it is because 
my sister pushed for it because she also has Hashimoto's, which is a hypothyroidism, autoimmune disease. And she was misdiagnosed with it for so long. And it's so, so common for women to have a misdiagnosis when it comes to our thyroid stuff. And um, I'm going to have her on the show to talk about that stuff too because it's a real thing. And it happens so often, which breaks my heart. But eventually when we realized, when Kendall and I realized it's autoimmune shit going on, um, we adjusted my lifestyle. And we figured out the triggers to my autoimmune diseases. And eventually it helped and I was losing weight and I was gaining muscle back. (coughs) Excuse me. And the support I just had from having the coach and the community, the women of people that I also met who are clients of Kendall's are some of my best and closest friends right now. Shout out, Kelsey. I love you so much. So that's how I got into getting my first coach and then to eventually saying like I was sharing my journey everywhere and I wanted to keep doing it. And then I got my health coaching or first I got my group instructor coaching um, cert and then my health coaching certification and then my nutrition specialist and holistic health. And we keep on going with all the education certifications because of course one of my limiting beliefs has always been I don't know enough. So it keeps me from having conversations with people. It keeps me from starting a freaking podcast that took six months to finally get up and do. This own limiting belief of mine's always been there. And we're breaking through that bullshit, right? Because we are not our beliefs and we are not our thoughts. We are just an observer of our thoughts. It's like when we look at a book, you guys, it's just a, the book is itself and it's its own information. And we, our eyeballs being the observer, are reading the information, but we are not the book in itself. So these limiting beliefs that we have, and something that I work with very closely with my clients to kind of bust through their own bullshit is what we say. And it helped me step into myself because when I got divorced, I was like, all right, I'm going to get a nine to five job with health insurance, going to help make sure my kids are stable. Really freaking hard to get a job during the pandemic when you haven't worked in seven years because you've been a stay at home mom especially one that's going to be enough to pay all for the bills. Childcare is so expensive. But um, Kendall called me out on my bullshit, the beautiful, beautiful soul she is, and told me, hey, you need to be a fucking coach again. People need you. And I cried in that moment. It was like at like 12 o'clock. It was like midnight on my birthday. And my first birthday alone after the divorce. And I was just in tears because it was a moment that changed my life. And it's in this moment and through the process of divorce, but in the moments like this where my soul became lightened and aligned. And I dove so hard into my healing and my spiritual practice. Um, Spirituality is so much more than just the woo-woo stuff and tarot cards and chakras and crystals and whatever, whatever you become aligned with. Spirituality is a connection to something bigger than yourself and it's a devotion to your healing and through this whole time I've you know through the divorce and all this stuff finally being on my own and being able to focus on what my own wants needs and desires are rather than my partners um, we've found things like through a really difficult reason that I I mean that I had issues with school and everything growing up. Not that saying that I didn't get A's and everything like that, but I had some crazy difficult issues when it came to learning. It's because I'm dyslexic. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. 
And now I know things, being an adult, um, diagnosed with ADHD and dyslexia and all these things, it's been just a game changer for me when it comes to just running my own business and being able to run my own business because <laughs> all of my behaviors now make so much sense and being able to set myself up to succeed because I know where my biggest struggles are at. So that there's, there's so much here that I could tell you about my weight loss journey and my childhood trauma and the fact that I was married, you know, so young and I was married for such a long time and everybody thought we had the best marriage in the world. And it turns out, um, unhealthy patterns are embedded in all of us from our childhood, from the way our brains develop. And when you start to become mindful and self-aware of those, it's just something I've now, I, I know I have an addictive personality and addictive behavior. Um, everyone in my family is probably an alcoholic or an addict at this point. And um, being addictive to being self-aware and self-developed and just loving yourself, it's probably the best thing that I've, been able to grip onto because bringing myself out on dates you guys if you do not bring yourself out on dates right now like you need to start it is just so amazing like what is something that you would do like if you were your partner what's the thing that would get you super super excited to just go do and go do out on a date and now as women it can be scary to like go out on yourself and do things just because it's our society and just being alone out in public can be scary sometimes and a lot of people, men especially, um, don't get that. Or even some of the women I know don't get that either. But they tend to be the more masculine or stud like um, gay females that just don't get our fear. Um, but it's such a real thing. And I want you to do things that are going to make you feel safe and just make you feel loved. Go out on a freaking date, you guys. I picked up sushi, my favorite food, from my favorite little cafe. I drove to the beach even though it was cold and I was sick I stayed in my van because I was sick and didn't want to just chance anybody else getting sick and I watched the sunset just alone and it was beautiful and I journaled and I listened to music and I meditated and bringing yourself out on dates you guys is so freaking important falling in love with yourself is so important if you don't know who you are and I think that is the biggest reason I was terrified to make this episode because I'm like Who's the free spirit Barbie? Like, I don't freaking know. I feel like it changes on a daily basis. But that's a thing too, you guys. When I was going through my divorce and I was in some deep, dark, dark holes of shame and fear and it was, it was bad and it was dark and I had to realize and something my therapist even told me was, you didn't do this to yourself. You discovered it. And knowing that you discovered, you discovering who you are is so fucking beautiful. And the fact that sometimes you might be a bit much for people and sometimes you might just not be enough to meet their needs is totally okay. And your feelings are always valid. That's something for me that it never felt like my feelings were always valid, any ever valid actually. So I was just never allowed to get upset. And... Knowing that you aren't your feelings, but became, when you can become self-aware of them, fucking phenomenal. Because then you can start to just be curious and investigate and figure out why you're feeling the way that you're feeling or why you act the way that you do or pulling out the deep, dark 
shadowy part of yourself through some shadow work, which is really freaking cool if you've never done that before. It's just really, it's, it's hard work because you're looking at the things about yourself that you repress and you don't like, and it can be a little scary to jump into that side of yourself. But it's really important because when you start to enter relationships, friendships, work relationships, and you start to know what you're, you're self-aware of what your bad tendencies or toxic behaviors are, you can stop those before them happening or you can communicate them better or anything like that. Um, so there's, there's just so many things, you guys, I could talk to you about this. But now, of course, now you're free spirit Barbie. I am your woo-woo gal. Um, it is... December 2020, uh, possible another shutdown again. I don't know. The crazy presidential election. Y'all have heard it. We all see it. At this point in my life, though, as we, as my conscious is ex- consciousness is expanding and I'm just kind of waking up, we should say, over the last few months spiritually, things like politics and stuff like that, just, mm. I have so much of a, le- I have like less of an emotional attachment to them. I was that gal in high school that just used to get politically fired up and debate and let's go, educated with all the facts, I'll argue with anybody I can about them. And now at this point, I'm like, I just, I won't engage. I no longer engage in low vibrational bullshit uh, because it doesn't, it doesn't get to take up space in your time. The best way to piss off the free spirit Barbie, let me tell you guys, the best way to piss me off, apparently I'm talking in third person now, is to waste my time. And it should be something that makes you mad too when somebody wastes your time. Time and health are two things that we can't get back. But time especially is so freaking precious and the currency of it is, you can't put a price on it at all because it's something you can never ever get back so when somebody wastes your time and money although I did I did see a video this morning you guys saying there's no such thing as wasted time and wasted money because there's only just expanding experiences and I was just like oh that's just a totally different perspective shift on it and I kind of love it because you hear me you you heard me get all fired up about wasting my time I'm emotionally charged by that and it's also a feeling I don't like. I don't like feeling angry and frustrated and upset and like somebody's disrespecting my time. But if I shift into a different mindset of like, hey, now we know. Because it's totally true. When someone wastes your time, now you know to no longer bullshit with that person anymore because you know they're just going to keep wasting your time. And you learn to set boundaries for yourself so you can have, it's, it's, that is a really, I, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do that mindset, mindset shift from now on guys. Okay. It's an, it's a way to expand your experiences for sure. So, oh, loved that. Love how that all unraveled. But something that's huge that I talked on my story this morning, if you follow me on Instagram, the free spirit Barbie, of course, is I don't think anybody ever realized growing up how much I really hated myself and I tapped back into those feelings when I came out to my husband my ex-husband and I started to come out to more than just him I got stuck in just cycles of self-hate and I wanted to take it out in physical ways so things like self-harm or doing just absolutely dangerous stuff getting into fights anything like that um you know, that's when you start punching walls and just doing stupid stuff with impulsive, explosive, emotional outbursts. And 
I didn't have an emotional outburst, I feel like, for my entire marriage. The entire time I was with him because it just wasn't ladylike. And I finally was dipping back into my old emotions and identifying with myself on that such of a level that it just I slid right back into those toxic behaviors and those toxic thought patterns that I didn't know any better because how can we know any better when that's just how our brain was programmed it's just our programming especially from children and I used to take it out in physical ways because I somehow thought I somehow thought that if I had physical pain it would somehow release the emotional pain I was in which isn't a thing, right? The only thing that can release us from our pain is ourselves, which is a hard pill to swallow because it means you're responsible for your healing. You're responsible for the cycles that you're continuously stuck in. You're the one responsible constantly for reliving painful experiences that aren't going to change. And the same thing kind of goes for every aspect of your fucking life. You are responsible for your weight loss. You're responsible for your health. You're responsible for your time, relationships, career path. You're fucking responsible for it all. And this is something that either I've learned with clients gets them excited because they're like, sweet, I'm fucking responsible, which means I can do something to change it. And we're going to actively work to change it for the better so we can achieve our goals plus so much more. Because when you start getting in alignment and you're vibrating at a higher frequency, oh my God, the universe just wants to bring you everything. I don't, I don't, if you call it universe, spirit, God, just the, the all-knowing knowledge, being in power, the thing that's bigger than us that we are all connected to, wants to give you everything that you want, need, and desire. But... If you're at a low vibrational frequency, you're not ready, you're not going to get it. And Or the other response when I tell people that you're the one responsible for your happiness, you're responsible for your healing, your hate, your actions, and your weight loss, your health, everything, you're responsible for it. They tend to get triggered and they're frustrated and they're mad and they pull out excuses and all these things and I just have to slightly reminds you love if you're the one getting triggered by it one investigate why that triggers you why the fact that your responsibility of all of these things triggers you in a worse love but also remember I'm here to defend your dreams and not your excuses so if we're being triggered by the fact that it's our responsibility I could definitely like I remember feeling like well crap I'm the reason that I'm fat and gross and you know at this massive obese BMI um I'm the reason I'm here, and that sucks. It's a really hard pill to swallow, and it's really frustrating. But also to remember that you're in control. I don't care if you have autoimmune diseases, if you have no time because you have kiddos, if you have a big career. All of these things, you guys, are achievable, or they're not blocks for you to achieve your your goals. Your goals are still freaking achievable. The amount of muscle mass and fat loss I had once we realized what was truly going on with my body, um, no freaking excuses, you showed the fuck up. It's busting through your own bullshit and it's showing the fuck up for your healing, for your self-love. You are totally responsible for your happiness. And it's when other people start to leech onto you and suck you dry of that energy is when you need to start having problems with those people. Also, another big fact about the free spirit Barbie I know we keep going on random rants and that's just kind of what happens when we're here. But another thing is I, 
I don't know about you guys, and not a lot of people are like this, um, I'm starting to realize, is that I wear my heart on my sleeve in the sense where I feel heavily and I connect with somebody on an energetic level and I feel them with this clairsentient, empathic, highly sensitive, whatever you want to talk about, say it, call it. I feel people. And when I start to react to somebody with my brain and my mind and with my logic, it is my body and my soul reacting to them unnaturally, which means they've probably hurt me enough times for my mind to be like, all right, it's time to use our brain instead of our emotions and feelings because this person has hurt us enough. And that's when all of a sudden I realize, like, okay, wait, is this a toxic person in my life when I have to start using logic over my intuition and my gut? Because our intuition as women, guys, oof, it is a fucking superpower. And when you can start to not only listen to your intuition, but trust and act on her, it will change your life. That literally, that's something when I got divorced, I committed myself to just being able to trust myself. Going back through my phone um, when I was stuck in isolation, living in the old house before I moved out, one of the, the notes in my phone was just begging and pleading that one day I could trust myself and know that the feelings I was having were my own and that what I wanted was actually what I wanted because the gaslighting of I want this and then having three people tell you, you can't have that, that's stupid, why would you want that? Or you're so selfish for wanting that is... It makes you question everything. And it's why eyewitness testimony is the least, um, it's like, it's not, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh goodness, words are hard today. Come on, cat. It's not reliable when it comes to um, law and court and criminal cases because our, our eyewitness testimony can just change so easily. And when I just wanted somebody, I just wanted myself to connect to myself and I wanted to be able to trust who I was and I committed myself when I moved out to not only learning to listen to her and my inner intuition, but to trust her, which was also fucking hard. And then the hardest thing of all, the most thing that, the thing that required the most bravery was just to live and act on that intuition. And I actively started to realize every time I had a gut feeling about something and I expressed it out and I didn't listen to it, it bit me in the ass tenfold every time, every single time. Something as simple as like trying to choose a new bank. I went with Chase eventually after I got divorced and I told my mom, I'm like, I have a bad feeling. I told my sister, I'm like, I have a bad feeling about Chase. But of course, scarcity mindset set in. They were doing a $200 whatever, like set up a new account with us, get $200. And I did it. I didn't have access to my money for nine weeks after moving out. I had to have my mom pay for a lot of things, and then I'd Venmo or Zellhurst money, and then I'd get locked out again. And I spent hours and hours and hours, and it took me nine weeks to be able to have access to my money and to get a card that I could actually use. And it was so incredibly frustrating. And I just kept reminding myself, like, this is what happens when you don't listen to your gut. Your intuition is there for a reason. And it's learning to decipher also what is our intuition and what is our anxiety <laughs> and our ego mind? Because our ego mind's sole purpose is to keep us safe. It's a safety mechanism, but it does it by keeping us limited and stuck in a box and feeding into our limiting beliefs. Things like, Kat, you're not smart enough to start a podcast. You probably shouldn't because you're going to look like a dumbass. And eventually we bust out of the ego mind and we step into 
uh, a timeline with our higher selves and it's beautiful and fucking vibrant I tell you what but also what I'm saying as well is it can be super scary just living your true authentic truth whatever you want to say your true authentic truth your authentic self but just even if you're not actively acting on her and you're not loud and obnoxious like I am about it you can still be connected to you and actively working to fall in love with yourself and do all these things and protect your energy and set boundaries with people and doing all of these things are all still super important even if you're like an introverted person and you're just doing it on the back end you don't have to tell anybody about it <coughs> so that's why I'm just super happy that you're here because I'm gonna take you on a wild ride with this podcast guys I really am we're gonna talk about all of the things and people pleasing and boundary setting is something I'm very passionate about and also just sexuality in general so mm, watch out for those but if you're ever having any questions concerns about anything um, I am on IG Instagram the free spirit underscore Barbie and I'm also on Instagram I can put it down here in the short notes but I'm doing a giveaway guys giveaways oh, I um, for anybody who leaves a review um, here on the beautiful podcast or if you're like screenshotting this and like tagging me in it on your story also cool for the giveaway um, I'm doing a giveaway for one of my followers to be either like you get to kind of choose do you want my ebook of all my yummy amazing recipes that I've created over the years that are super macro friendly and freaking delicious I really wish like a lot of you guys were just super close to me and I could just cook for you because cooking has always been a creative outlet for me um, I've been cooking for my sister since I was like, I don't know, like in second grade. Uh, so I just, I love it so much. Or a tarot and oracle card reading. Also something that I just feel so blessed and aligned with and love, love doing as a tool to kind of connect to our intuition and the universe and just to kind of see what, what beautiful things are in store for us. So giveaway, do a review, let me know what you're thinking. Also, if you're listening to this and you follow me on Instagram, shoot me a freaking DM. I want to know who's out here listening to this. Come slide into my DMs, all right? I would, <laughs> I would love that. So it's time to step into your power, and I'm so glad you're here with me on this ride in this podcast, and we're just going to dive into a lot of things. So enjoy your day, and just go fucking crush today.